Guys, BFP 313, Blogging Paradise podcast series. Before we dive in, make sure you stop by bloggingfromparadise.com. Buy some ebooks. I have over 100 ebooks for you to buy and enjoy. They're inspirational, they're fun, they're light. They're just, they're me, right? They inspire us to live our dreams collectively. So buy some today. I also have courses and audiobooks and some paperbacks as well. Now, guys, before we dive in, this is going to be a little longer one today. I was inspired by my friend, Maxwell Ivy. Check him out at blindblogger.net. He interviewed icon John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire. And I've admired, of course, both of them for the longest time. Good friends with Max. He's a phenomenal guy. Met him in New York City when he came up. The Daredevil showed up. Good old NYC, and I happened to be in a city at the time on a trip, doing a house sit. So we met up, and it was just phenomenal. And he's he's an inspired guy. Let's face it. Most of us take our eyesight for granted. And Max does something that you have to meet him and see him in action, I think, almost all of us to fully appreciate what he does. And I have. So just phenomenal, phenomenal guy. But I thank him so much. He's one of the most transparent bloggers in the world. Bloggers too, not blogger. One of the most transparent bloggers in the world because he is, we say honest to a fault. He is just honest. You know, so many bloggers, they hide stuff. They hide their vulnerability or how they feel. Or if they make a mistake or flub up or assume something, he shares it all. And that's why I love him. I, at least people have told me, do the same thing. And I don't want to say I am the most transparent, but I I tell you all the struggles I've been through to be the guy that I am. Like you see my life and you're like, that's amazing. This guy lives in Fiji and Bali and Costa Rica. But today I want to share why you could, why you, why you should want to avoid assuming, not why never to assume. I mean, we're human. We assume. I assume sometimes. But why should you not assume that successful bloggers had it easy or had no struggle? And Max is so transparent. He shared how he thought John Lee would be a poor match maybe for the show because based on what's your excuse and people overcoming struggles. And he assumed that John Lee didn't have any real struggles. And it's interesting because I knew he was in the service. And thank you for your service, John Lee. He was in the military, but when he was in command of a group of soldiers, a handful were killed in Iraq under his watch. So, guys, death, death of loved ones, death of your brothers in the army. I mean, let's face it, guys, in the military, death is about the most traumatic thing to go through. So he went on to say, Entrepreneur-wise, yes, things have been pretty seamless, but the beauty of it is everything's connected, guys. So when John Lee had to face and clear those fears and that pain and that grief, that's, I'm sure, one of the main reasons why things took off for him entrepreneur-wise, right? It's just, it's all energy. It's all the emotions we have in our body, what we repress or what we feel and release from fear energy. So we need to do things more from love and fun and abundance and trust and attachment because you face these horrible fears, these intense fears and this intense pain, and you felt it and you've grieved it and it's been excruciating and you've released it. That's when things really take off. So Max 
made that assumption. And that's okay. We've all done it. I did it for so many years. We've all done it. And I, again, I just thank him so much. I love him for being so transparent and saying he made that assumption. He just told John Lee outright, I don't think you'd really be a fit, a match for my podcast, you know, for Max's podcast. And John Lee's like, well, hey, ever have any people on that have had, I think it's four or three or four of their basic co-workers, right? Soldiers killed in combat. And then it woke Max up. Whoa. Okay. I guess this guy has been through some struggle. So again, thanks so much, Max, for being transparent and John Lee for the inspiration. I just watched a fair amount. Actually, I will listen to the whole thing. 13 minutes. So definitely stop by Blind Blogger, guys, and listen to the podcast, the interview with John Lee Dumas. Guys, why should you not assume that successful bloggers had it easy or faced no struggles? I just want to share some of the stuff that made me, some of these experiences. So many people think you're lucky. It's been easy for you. It's been seamless. You're a natural. You're a gifted talent. When you make those assumptions and you totally either through just ignorance, you have no idea, or you think, ah, it wasn't that tough for him. He just was able to seamlessly coast through it. I am only the blogger I am today that guest posts five times a day, that publishes five posts to my blog, mostly video podcast, but you know, usually an article or two as well. Wrote over a hundred ebooks. I've been featured on Forbes, Virgin, Fox News, Entrepreneur. My ebooks have been linked to on Market Watch. I've circled the globe as a pro blogger for the past eight years. I live a really magical life, and so many people are like, wow, how does he do it? He's just his energy. It's because I went through these hellish, nightmarish fears. I felt and embraced the fears in some cases over years because I resisted in other cases more quickly. And I felt this fear and this pain to where I wanted to vomit. And one time I remember vomiting because I was crying so deeply, puking, not like <laughs> just this deep visceral vomit. And it was quick, but it was intense. And I felt the fears and the pains and the embarrassment. And I felt it and I felt it and grief in these situations. So after purging this fear, what happened was everything became so much easier and lighter and piece of cake. And that's why I write like people breathe. There's no writer's block in my mind because I don't have that fear in my mind. And I don't have that fear because I allowed these situations to baptize me. So I'm just going to talk about some of the stuff I've been through, some of the fears where I have allowed it to, to purge my fears and my pain by feeling it. But these are some of the situations that molded me by me being present. Going through the struggle is not enough. Growing through is the key. One of the big struggles in my life that I had such a difficult time with that I've grown through like a weed is my mom's Alzheimer diagnosis. She was diagnosed in 2012 when Kelly and I were in Laos. And I found out back then, my family had said for a couple months she'd been acting weird, not remembering stuff, knocking into things. And she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Now, at the time of this podcast in 2020, she's still alive. She has been medically, I don't know the proper term, but she's basically been beyond a vegetative state, but she's been in a bed, not able to speak or say anything 
and being fed by my dad daily or by the staff there. Not now, obviously, with the coronavirus, it was shut down. But for a good two to three years, really, not, oh, oh God, I think it's more. <sighs> three years where she just lays in bed and she doesn't say anything. She's barely aware, barely cognizant. And seeing her degrade over the years when she was still just more present, that was tough enough. But then at the end, when we had to just get her out of the house, my father couldn't take care of her. She became violent. She spit at me. She punched me. She became wild. She didn't know what was going on. I can't explain the emotions that you have to explore when the person who brought you into the world and who loved you and raised you suffers for eight years. And everything we love in people, their memory, their energy, that dies well before the body. And then you watch the body rot from a mental perspective. So that, for people think that I have it easy or that I had it easy, I had to be with the fears, the pain, the grief, the rage, and the suffering that happens from watching your mom become totally incontinent, uh, having to be fed like a child. You watch your parent who cared for you just degrade bodily, mentally, to where they're just uh, basically a vegetable in a bed that can't say anything, that just lays there, body falls apart. And the reason why I'm saying this, guys, is because this is what molded me. I sat with the fears and the pain, and I felt it. I drank it up. Then I cleared it, which helped me accept it. So now it's okay. It's her soul's experience. But getting to that point took an intense amount of fear feeling and pain feeling, which most people turn around from. They drink. They do drugs. They work jobs to keep busy. And then they don't become the successful blogger I am because I sat with the fear. So it baptized me. So that's one thing. Number two, financial nightmares losing my money multiple times to zero. However, 10 years ago, I believe it was 12 years ago, I went to five cents and I was $80,000 in debt. And I filed bankruptcy for bankruptcy. Since then, there was a few incidents in my life where I went to zero money-wise these situations triggered not only the terror of dying, starving, and having no home, but the intense fear manifest as shame and embarrassment, which felt humiliating and crippling. So I had to explore those hellish energies, shame being the lowest energy on the energetic spectrum because it's the least true. We think it's all about us and it's so embarrassing. I had to feel those fears and that's why I'm so successful now. I'm not even going to say so successful is that's why I'm liberated and free now and why I write five guest posts today. I'm not burdened by the fear of criticism because I've felt that fear and pain and released it. See guys, now most bloggers, it seems like their feet are in concrete or cement. For me, it looks like I'm sprinting past everybody. It's because most bloggers are such heavily weighed down by fear they cling to. And I had these situations manifest in my life. You can get rid of your fear at any time by feeling it. But I had these triggers that I could have buried the fear deeper. Watching your mom 
over eight years suffering through a long-term illness, if I don't accept it by feeling the fears and pain that get triggered, I'm a horrible blogger now. If I don't feel the shame and embarrassment of losing all my money and letting go that fear, I'm weighed down by shame and embarrassment and trying to play it safe and living my comfort zone. I'm writing one guest post a month. I'm having one subscriber. All of your struggles and pain through blogging are because you're being weighed down by fear that you have to feel and let go. And these situations happen for me to trigger fears in me that I stuck around for and felt. And now blogging's easy and life's easy. There's no panic. There's no pain. I mean, yes, I have fears, but it's so small. It's such a small part of my being. I went through situations in childhood, and maybe I'll save the specifics for a tell-all that were highly unpleasant. Now, I'm not talking about somebody slapping me on the wrist. I did have that happen once. Uh, Carmelite nuns in early 80s, 1980s. I'm not a young guy. I'm 45. I'm very young at heart and phenomenal shape, and strong, and vitality, charisma. <laughs> but that happened. But intense in moments, physical and mental, mental, wow, mental, I'm doing okay. And also uh, another type of abuse. And you, you get the drill. Maybe for the tell-all. I care not to go into that right now. But as you can imagine, when you're experiencing the most intense types of abuse that a child, a small child or a young kid can experience, you have much fear and pain and rage that you bury. And I had to unearth that stuff during the financial heartache and the, the nightmares and during my mom's situation and just observing myself and life. So anytime you go through these different levels of abuse, and by no means was the one type of abuse an absolute nightmare, the most horrible thing that could happen to a person in that area. But it was extremely traumatic for me because it happened when I was really young and I just, it was highly unpleasant. And then other stuff too. And I am blaming nobody. I love everybody. I forgive everybody. But these are just situations that are very difficult to deal with. And they made me who I am today. So I, I love people. I understand everybody was on their own karmic journey. I don't, only, I don't only forgive everybody, but I love them for knowing that that was part of their experience. And it was something that they clung to from when they were younger. Okay. So I may have been the object of projection. People only hurt people or do things when they're suffering. And I've accepted that. So again, this is something that doesn't weigh me down. I live from a state of love and non-resistance. And those are three of the most intense in terms of hellish struggle and nightmares, experiences, collectively. I mean, we're talking over years and different experiences, but that I had to experience and go through to show you that you never want to assume that a blogger that appears to be living a dream life had it easy because in most cases, if not all on some level, definitely in most cases, they had to face some deep fears and pain and struggle, embrace the fears, feel the fears to be clear of them so then they could run and things would take off with their business and their blog. And so they could live their dreams. That's the thing. These guys are not burdened by the fear that most bloggers are burdened by because they feel them and often the trigger of the fear is some 
really intense experience like John Lee, people being killed under your watch, losing their lives, war. Please, guys, think about that. We get upset when people get upset when they see somebody died or a neighbor died. And then you think about someone that you're there with and you watch the end of their lives. That's tremendous fear and pain and grief. And I mean, and John Lee allowed it to mold him by feeling it and processing it and moving forward. And then think just, it's a different scenario, but think of grieving someone while they're still alive. Your mother brought you into the world and you have to be with seeing her memory gone, then her personality, then her body, then at the end getting violent with you. That was a special place of hell for me, a special point in hell at that point of seeing her after five years degrading and being so, it's just the most horrifying feeling and then they get physical and I prayed please don't let her get physical and she started punching and kicking and spitting so that was just I had to be with those emotions but it made me who I am today because I sat with the fear and now I'm not burdened by that the financial nightmares the childhood abuse I love everybody I forgive everybody it's not about that all these things I sat with and I bead with and that's what helped make me successful because now I'm not burdened with that stuff. So no assumptions, guys. If you do it, we've done it before, but just catch yourself and understand those bloggers that appear to reach the top and live their dreams. In most cases, they went through the most hellish fears. And that's why they're there because they're not burdened by the fear. And when you make the assumption, then it holds you back because then you think, oh, they have it easy and they don't have to go through what I went through. And this is by no means an indictment of Max. I mean, Max is, he's a superhero. He deserves to be and he will be, I think, one of the top bloggers in the world, one of those well-known bloggers, because he does things without seeing. And he has a certain level of fearlessness that I just haven't seen online. It's amazing. It's just to say, hey, he's so transparent. I've done it. I think we've all done it. So, you know, let's count ourselves all in that boat. But then as I started understanding, oh, shoot, all these top bloggers – they went through some hell and back. I remember reading a story about an Olympian and not a blogger, I think was it Great Britain from Africa originally, who lost, I believe, 25 of 26 members of his family. They were killed during some genocide. I forget if it was Rwanda. So then you start thinking about 27 family members. 20, 26, I believe, 25 were murdered. And then you start thinking Olympian. And then you, 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 these correlations, they're with it. They're with the fear and the pain and grief, and they, they, it doesn't burden them and bog them down. So, guys, don't make the assumptions. This one's a little bit longer, but I wanted to let you know, folks that look at me and think I'm lucky or think that I'm a natural. Now, these experiences occurred. They helped me release the fear so I could blog for 15,000 hours. So I could write 100 plus ebooks. So I could just push the limits of my comfort zone. I can continue to do so more and more every day. I love you guys. Stop by bloggingproducts.com. Buy some ebooks today.